Hello, welcome to another episode of No Spot Cry, the podcast where we foster healthy minds in children, focusing on the relationship between child and parent. Um, no Spot Cry actually is going through a couple of changes right now, but I'll get to that in a second. If it's your first time listening, thank you so much. Welcome. My name is Kaya. I am a licensed clinical social worker, your girl passer test, um, therapist, mental health coach, and children's mental health advocate. Um, so as I said, No Spot Kaya is going to go through a couple changes. If you've been following me for a while, um, you will notice, you probably have noticed that I shifted from just general mental health, kind of talking about everything, to children's mental health specifically. And I will still be focusing on children's mental health. It's just going to look a little bit different. The way that I deliver services and the things that I do and focus on, um, rather than doing so much of one-on-one services, I'm going to be doing more workshops and things like that, public speaking. Um, you know, in business, it seems like it's an easy thing to do to decide how you want to deliver your business, like what service you want to offer and things like that. But it's not always that easy, right? So in some areas, like I want to have a group home and that's easy. Um, but as far as No Spock Hyatt and how I show up online and the way that that really presents itself has not been so easy as far as discovering what feels most genuine to me and I think I finally found it and so um, I'm very excited about this I will still be giving you the same great information serving you the best way that I know how I just have realized I really like teaching facilitating those kinds of things more than anything else really more than I ever expected to and so I'm going to let that really be the center of notes by quiet because if I love doing it anyway and other people are asking me to do it then why not be doing it myself right makes sense but don't judge me it took me a minute to get there but we're here so to keep up with the updates and things that are going on please subscribe to my email list and you can do that by going to nosebykaya.com and i will make sure that that link is in the description of this episode so let's dive right on in um we've had a lot going on as far as the olympics athletes all that in the past few months um the latest thing is that Simone Biles has withdrawn from the Olympics and while we hate to see her go I am so glad that she is saying no I have to take care of me first um a couple months ago Naomi I don't want to mispronounce her last name but she plays tennis and she withdrew from the French Open and talked about her mental health she really got a lot of flack from that um because she was still doing other things but it's like girl I still gotta bring money in but sometimes with your mental health you just have a capacity for some things and some things you do not and being self-aware to be able to do that is amazing And most of the time, it's people who are not that self-aware that have a problem with those kinds of things. A lot of people have said things about Simone as well, but it's like, 
y'all have no idea like y'all are just watching and she has to deal with the consequences of all her choices and her actions whether positive or negative so why y'all worried about what she's doing i don't know but anyway um we also have shikari who shikari i think is how she says it um who didn't necessarily withdraw from the olympics saying that it was because of a mental health thing but we know that she had a lot of trauma going on a lot of different things that led to substance use so many people have had their own criticisms about well you should be more responsible you should do this you should do that but when you truly understand substance use and the root cause of it and things like that then you understand that it's not always easy to just deal with it whatever that means and especially in the black community really minority communities period where mental health is not really something that is talked about enough that is normalized and is supported um and so we learn our own different ways to cope and i hope that now she is really getting the help and support that she needs um to deal with things in other ways which i'm not gonna say that smoking marijuana is bad um but at the same time i hope that she is adding some other tools and skills um to her tool belt that she can use during this time as well as in the future But this kind of brought to me, and I actually had another episode that I was going to upload first, which is already recorded, but um, I've kind of held off on it for whatever reason. And I think part of this and needing to have this discussion is why, but also, um, I don't know, it just needs some other things. So I want to also give you a example So, because number one, we need to do better about supporting Black women in their mental health. Um, So often, Black women are pushed beyond our limits so far that we don't even know what our limits are anymore. I don't know that we ever did, but now we're finding them and we're getting criticized for it, which is completely and totally unfair especially when it comes from black men that is probably the most disgusting thing um like just because you haven't learned to deal with your shit doesn't mean you get to come and criticize me for dealing with mine so it just it's really disheartening when i see those kinds of comments like oh she gave up she did this she and y'all don't know Y'all know what she allows you to know. And I talked about this in the last episode when I was talking about myself. Like, you know what I allow you to know. You see who I allow you to see. You don't see me crying in the middle of the night. You don't see my breakdowns. You don't see what I deal with inside my mind that I never show to the world or even to those closest to me. And so for you to jump in and try to criticize and tell her, oh, you should just suck it up. Black women have been told that enough. That is done. We're done with that. And it starts when kids are little. So let me give you this example. I had a client that um, 
was having a surgery and her mom was like, oh yeah, we have to cancel for, cause I see them twice a week. So their first session of the week, we have to cancel that because that is a day of surgery, but we'll see you for the next session of that week, which is only two days later. And I'm thinking, no, that sounds so soon, right? So I ended up canceling for them because I was like, listen, too often black girls and women are made to push beyond our limits and you got to hurry up and heal. You got to hurry up and do this. You got to hurry up and do that. And we don't need that. We need time to heal. We need to make that okay. And it starts when we're young girls. So for me, being who I am and knowing what I know and being in this position, I had to tell her mother, look, no, I'm not going to see her today. As much as I would love to, and I really want to check on her, make sure that she's good, all that stuff, which I've been checking in, you know, with a mom and, you know, I want to have a session with her, but I do not want to be a part of that narrative that says within two days after surgery, you need to be up and ready to go. And this is something that happens with women in general, period, right? But particularly Black women, because this strong Black woman identity has been placed on us. And we've taken it proudly, too. Um, But I think now we're becoming more aware of how harmful that can be. And so it starts when we're young. Oh, you... You feel sick, but you don't have a fever? (laughs) No, get up and go to school. You'll be fine. When really there is no room to say, I just need a mental health day. Because then what happens? Well, I can't take off work because you need a mental health day. Well, mom, you probably need a mental health day too. So let's enjoy it together. Let's normalize this. Because when she gets older, She's going to feel like she can't ever take any breaks and feel guilty as hell if she does. So I told her mom, I said, listen, as black women, we get this enough. And I refuse to be part of that narrative that after two days or two days after my surgery, I got up and went to therapy. Yes, therapy is great. And I hate when my clients miss sessions. But at the same time, you have to take care of yourself. And that lesson starts as a child. I hate that these women are going through these different things that they are. But I am so proud that they are stepping up and saying, no, I'm not going to make up some fake excuse for why I can't do this. It is my mental health. White women have gotten this mental health path forever. And white men too. That's the first thing when you hear a white man shot up somewhere. What is the first go-to? Oh, he had trauma. He had this. He had this. White women don't have a problem with saying they're taking a mental health day. Black women are like, mental health day? What the hell is that? Like, who, who gets that? Where I sign up? Or, no, that means I'm weak, right? 
there are varying <laughs> opinions or views on doing that. But we have to take care of ourselves. And we have learned lesson after lesson after lesson that no one's going to take care of us like us. And it's even more sad when other Black women don't get it. But, um, <laughs> like, sorry that you don't get it. I'm sorry that you haven't made it to this point where you see the value in yourself and your mind, your ability to function. Simone Biles made a brave ass choice. And she explained, and I also read um, someone else's explanation on Twitter about what happens and how rare her error was and things like that, or how rare it is that she made the error that she did and did not have a worse off injury. Um, but to be able to come through that and not just use the injury as an excuse, knowing all the well that part of it is her mental health too, but being able to step up and say, no, it is about my mental health. It's about me taking care of myself. Because we are worthy of that. We deserve that. We deserve spaces where we can take care of ourselves. Um, I am a therapist. So even working in mental health agencies, it was not always accepted that I might have been having mental health struggles. Um, I worked for one company that the supervisor she was okay as a person but as a supervisor she sucked because she never took care of herself and so she like her idea was I don't take care of myself so y'all shouldn't either and it didn't exactly come out like that but when somebody would ask for a day off it was like for what? Why? Now in this, she worked with, she was a supervisor of a program that was specifically for women who were homeless. Um, and all of them had mental health struggles, every single one of them. But she didn't get it. Um, this is the problem with working for people who don't understand mental health, don't have the background in it, don't have the education. Um, they're just kind of doing it for funsies, I guess. I don't know. But it is awful trying to work for those people because they just don't understand. Um, her view of the world, like, it was awful. So... I remember having a conversation with her one day and I don't remember what, how we started the conversation, but basically I just remember her saying, well, I don't get days off or I have to stay up after or stay up this late and do this, 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 and this. And I'm looking at her like, okay, what that got to do with me? I'm going to take care of myself. And even then I wasn't as good at, at it 
as I am now, and it's still a work in progress. However, just because you don't see the value in yourself, your mind, your well-being, don't put that on other people. So I'm kind of like, okay, but but you're the supervisor. And there's someone else in a leadership position that I will not name or give you any hints as to who it is, but they often do the same thing. Talk about how much they have to do and comparing it to other people. And it's like, but you chose this position, not me. So sometimes with higher positions, it comes with higher work. And I'm sure when I get the group home, especially at the beginning, I'm going to have to sacrifice things that I cannot expect my staff to sacrifice. I cannot expect you to have the same energy or the same level of sacrifice as I do. Because we have different, um, we have different goals. And as much as I hope and pray, like I even have it on my vision board that whoever comes to work for the group home, that they truly have a heart for what they do and want to work and want to put their best foot forward and give their all into it. I've been praying for that for a long time. But at the same time, I have to understand when it's time for them to go home and let go. I can work. There have been times where I have worked on stuff for no psychiatry till four in the morning. I can't expect other people to do the same for my business. This is my vision. And to set that up, like, that's crazy. It's insane. So what I am challenging you to do is for your kids, both girls and boys, to consider what you are setting up for the future. Because remember, mindful parenting is all about looking beyond this moment how is this moment going to affect them years from now I want you to think about if I tell my child no you don't get to stay home because you're depressed or you don't feel good or you just don't feel up to it then once they become a working adult they're going to push themselves beyond the limits And they're going to end up in the hospital. They're going to end up with all these other issues, high blood pressure, like all these different things that stress can cause. I don't need that. I don't need that for my child. I don't want them living life like that because it's not right. I have had to fight with those different things and I don't want them to have to. I want them to be able to confidently say, hey, I can't come into work today. And we got to normalize not giving these people like reasons why, because they really don't need to know. Um, And I hope that I'm able to keep that same energy when I am the supervisor of somebody, but they don't need to know. You don't need to tell them, oh, I'm depressed and, you know, stuff like that. While I do wish we were able to just say that and our supervisor just get it, sometimes they don't. And you kind of got to, you know, read the room. But in setting up our children for 
positive mental wellness and skills and practices, we have to start young. And that starts with taking care of yourself. I asked a question on my Instagram stories and I don't think anyone answered. Sometimes y'all be asking questions. I forget to go look at the responses, but I'm working on it. I'm trying to get better. But um, how are you teaching your children about self-care? Um, because they have to learn it somewhere at some time. Too many of us didn't even know what self-care was until we were grown. But that should start as a child. What are you teaching them? And a large part of that is being an example. Showing them, this is how I take care of myself. I make sure I set aside this time every day, every week, every month, whatever, to do these certain things. They need to know that. Setting those boundaries so they understand and for young kids, well, really for kids of any age, because even still I'm 30 and I don't like my mom will tell me, like, to go away. But, but when she don't answer her phone, like, I still don't like that. <laughs> but basically, um, like, setting those boundaries, like, hey, mommy's gonna go have her day. And they eventually understand what that means. And they're like, okay, we have to give mommy her space for this certain period of time, whatever. And of course, you set them up, like, get them ready for it. Um, you don't want to just spring, the, spring it up on them out of nowhere. But, you know, this is what's going to happen on this day. It's going to be for this many hours. Um, if you have children that struggle with transitions or being away from you, maybe giving them... A calendar if it's going to be so many days or setting a timer somewhere in the house or whatever so they can watch that um and you want to be careful like ugh, it's kind of a fine line in creating that anxiety where you got to look you got to look but I feel like eventually that goes away because they know over time it's kind of like when they first start school and it's like okay so what's going to happen now what's going to happen now as they're learning the schedule but kindergartners I promise you they can't even tell time and they know oh my class is at lunch how do you know it ain't no clock in here like <laughs> you can't even tell time but they know their bodies get used to it so while they're young or you know a child it is okay mommy's gonna go away she's going to or dad too because listen dad Y'all need to be taking care of yourself too. Normalizing self-care for you all. Um, but at the same time, they are learning like, okay, mom's going to be gone for this period of time. But as they get older, they learn why you're doing that. And you can tell that to them like in age-appropriate ways, like, Sometimes mommy just needs to break. Mommy needs to make sure that she is at her very best for you. Like you want to make it a super, super positive thing. Not y'all driving me crazy. So I need to go away. That's not the approach we want to take. Okay. But setting it up to where they understand that I have to take care of myself so that I can be my best for you. And 
they will learn that lesson and take that with them later on in life. So whatever that looks like, and that might mean, you know what, I know that we were going to go to this event today, but, you know, and you don't want to constantly be disappointing your children, right? Because that can set them up for something completely different. But, you know, I was going to do this, but I really need to stay inside today. Let's do something inside. Or even everybody in the house taking a mental health day. Go enjoy, be outside, go to the park or lay around in pajamas all day and watch movies. Whatever you need to do, whatever works for your family and center your family time around it. And I'm not saying doing do it all the time. Like you don't need truancies happening. But every now and then, maybe once a quarter or so, just saying, you know what? We're taking a mental health day today. What do y'all want to do? What would make you feel good? If you have multiple kids, let them take turns picking what y'all do. And maybe it's for an hour you do what one kid wants to do, for another hour you do what another kid wants to do. But setting that up so they understand what self-care is. Um, showing them what boundaries are. That, you know what? Like, mom, oh, I thought you were going to go here today. Yeah, I was, but I don't really feel like it, so I'm not going to go. Normalizing that that's okay to put your mental health first. So, um, yeah, let me know. Y'all tell me, are you setting your kids up to learn how to take care of themselves and putting themselves first? How do you do that? Um, Let me know. I look forward to hearing all that you all have to say, of course, you if you have any questions or comments or anything that you'd like me to answer on the show or even answer privately, send me an email, podcast at nosebakaya.com. Um, also, if anyone is listening and you would like to have me speak at your event or anything like that, you can email me at the same email address. You can also contact me on social media, but email is probably the best. And um, yeah, I'm excited about these new things that are happening for Nose Black Haya. Like it just feels so much better. Um, I don't feel like I'm under pressure to perform. And that's part of self-care too and taking care of myself. Um, even like people refer me for like therapy all the time and sometimes I take it on but I also know that I'm trying to build notes by Kaya I'm not really trying to make money for somebody else and so I have to kind of set my boundaries in knowing yo you've taken on too many other clients for this agency right now you need to take care of yourself so um that's super important And you have to show your kids that it's important as well. So let me know what you think. Um, I'm going to start a conversation on social media about it too. And so definitely chime in there. Follow me at Nosebakaya. You can also join our parenting Facebook group, Parents Raising Mentally Healthy Children. Um, And I would love to talk to you there. Um, And like I said, be on the lookout for different updates and things that I have in mind. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun and 
I am really looking forward to these changes. Um, and I think that's it. Oh, what I do want to say, because we used to do parenting in media. And so I thought about this. I don't know if I'm going to continue to do that segment like I was before, but whatever. Um, it brings to mind when Claire Huxtable had, um, sorry guys, uh, I just like went blank. But anyway, she had Women's Day for her girls, like whenever they started their period. And that was a super big thing. And they knew it was coming, like because they saw their sisters get it. It was just like a day of pampering and things like that, spending time together, taking it easy. We need to be doing the same thing for our children more than just when they get their period or whatever, but making that a normal thing to do. Um, Oh, I can't wait to see the day. So y'all let me know uh, how y'all are doing this and what you think. And I will talk to you soon. Bye.